Improving Our Presentation Skills. Today, we're going to have a talk with Brendan Kumarasamy, who's going to help us improve our presentation skills, whether it's online or in person. All this on today's episode of Grow Your Business. Welcome to the Grow Your Business podcast. Actionable tips and advice on digital marketing, organized networking, and referral marketing to help grow your business. Hosted by award-winning REMAX agent, Bo Kaufman. Hello, everybody. It's Bo Kaufman, REMAX Performance Realty. You know, whether we realize it or not, life is full of presentations. We are all engaged in presentations each and every day of our lives. Now, the obvious uh, example is if you are a salesman, but it's it's more than that. If you go in to see your boss, you're asking for a raise, you're making a mini presentation because you want him to see your point of view. If you're asking somebody on a date, that's a mini presentation. Of course, the more obvious ones is, uh, you know, if you're in front of customers, in front of potential clients, the way you present yourself and the, the structure and the outline of the presentation is very important. It can be make or break. So I was happy to find this gentleman online. His name is Brendan Kumarasamy, and he's got a channel on YouTube called Master Talk. The link will be in the show notes below. And he agreed to come on and teach us a couple of pointers about how to improve our presentations. Again, whether it's online or in person. Let's give him a call. Hey, bro. Hey, Kubo. How's it going? Good. How are you doing, Brendan? Life is great. Can't complain. Okay. Glad to hear it. Listen, I watched one of your YouTube videos the other day. I found it very, very helpful. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did the idea of Master Talk come from? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Brendan. I'm the founder of Master Talk, which is a YouTube channel I started to help the world master the art of communication, public speaking. And how I got started, Bo, was when I was in university, I used to do these things called case competitions. So think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. So while other guys my age were playing basketball or baseball or some other sport, I used that same competitive spirit and I applied it to presentations. And that was my obsession for three years. I presented hundreds of times, coached dozens of people on their communication skills. And by the time I graduated from university and got a job in corporate Canada, I guess in my case, I just asked myself a simple question, which is how do I add value to the world? That's when I had the idea for the channel because I noticed a lot of the public speaking information out there was really bad. So I wanted to make a difference there. Started making videos in my mother's basement. One thing led to another and here we are today. All right. What do you find is the biggest challenge with public speaking? Yeah, for me, I would say the biggest challenge is that most people don't really know how to practice properly. So I'll give you an example of what I mean here. Public speaking in many ways is like a jigsaw puzzle. You know those thousand piece puzzles you kind of do with your family sometimes, especially right. now with COVID since everyone's indoors. Right. Yeah. So, so if I asked you, Bo, let's say you were doing this puzzle yourself or with your family, which pieces would you start with first and why? I haven't done a puzzle in a long time, but I probably think the edge pieces because they're easily identifiable. Absolutely. Right. Most people start with the edges. But the question we need to ask ourselves is why don't we do that in public speaking? We have a presentation in two days, business, school, whatever, and you name it. So what do we do? We start the middle pieces first. We shove a bunch of content. We get to the presentation. We get to the last slide. And here's what we say. But yeah, so thanks. That's probably 97% of all presentations out there. Right. But if we start to treat public speaking like a jigsaw puzzle, then we'll know to start with the edges first. Practice your introduction 50 times, not three times, not five times, but 50 times. It actually oh. won't take you that long. It'll take you an hour because each 
introduction is one minute. Same thing with the conclusion. What's a great movie with a terrible ending? A terrible movie. Do the same <laughs> thing with the conclusion. 50 times. In two hours of practice alone, you'll have already unwired your thought that you weren't a great speaker. And you'll instead say, wow, I'm pretty good at this public speaking thing. I've been doing the same introduction for the past hour now, and I'm getting really good at this. And then with that confidence, then tackle the middle. But much like a jigsaw puzzle, Bo, who does puzzles on their own? Nobody. Do it with friends, do it with family, get a group together and do your presentations together. Right. And that is really interesting. I, I, I've heard this before is it's really the last, the first impression, of course, is very important, but it's also the last, how you end up your presentation. That's, that's a really interesting take on that. Of course. I'm happy to share. Good. Now, what advice do you have for the world? Yeah, I think for me, the advice would be to understand the relationship between communication and your life. Like for me, public speaking, is it just about presentations? It's every interaction that you have, whether you're trying to sell a house, which is your case, whether you're trying to provide a better experience for your customers, whether it's having tough conversations with your loved ones, getting dinner at a restaurant, every conversation, every interaction that you have is communication. So by asking yourself the following question, how would the world change if you were an incredible speaker? You can start to share ideas that matter to people who need to hear them the most. And those ideas don't necessarily need to be a big YouTube channel or a podcast. They can simply be a recipe you want to share with a friend or that conversation you wanted to have with your sister that you never had the courage to. Right. That is what communication means. And that is what my advice would be. What do you think we should start practicing uh, tomorrow for public speaking to make better public speakers? Absolutely. So so definitely the, the puzzle method is what I would say to focus on tomorrow. The next time you have a presentation, apply puzzle, start with the edges first, really work on small incremental pieces of your presentation until it's mastered. The other part that I would talk about is try and find one topic that you can present over and over again. So in the case with you, Bo, you, there's two types of presentations you can give that I believe are repeatable. The first one is your podcast. You know, when you talk about this business show to your local chamber of commerce, to your local university, it's always going to be the same podcast. But since the audiences will change, the way you communicate that idea will get better over time. So that's one topic you can use. The other topic is your real estate business. How do you talk about Bo Sells Homes to other people around your community? How do you create a presentation around that? For somebody who's listening, you don't even need to be a business owner for this. You could be a, you know, a bank executive at a right. company right. and you like coaching kids on leadership outside of work and you can make presentation about that. So it's about finding that one topic and applying puzzle to that topic so that you can present it so many times that you become an expert. Why do you think we struggle so much with public speaking? Right. I think the main reason is because we've been taught to believe that it's a chore. Most of the presentations, if not all of them that we've given in our lives, Bo, are mandatory. They're not, we don't wake up one morning right. and say, hey, Bo, you want to get breakfast and uh, present all day? Nobody yeah. <laughs> That's right. says that. It's, I think I'm one of maybe four people in the country who says that. And that's the point I'm driving. If 100% of the presentations you've given, which are probably in school and at work, were to topics you never got to pick, were to students who never wanted to listen to you, and teachers who never had time to coach you, we see it as a chore. We see it as a form of punishment. And we, the way we get out of this is by reframing it, by changing the perception we have of public speaking from, oh, I really don't want to give this presentation to, wow, I get to give this presentation and share an idea that matters to somebody in the same way that we're having this very conversation. This is what public speaking is supposed to be meant for. And if we can start to reframe it that way, I think we'll struggle a lot less with the skill. 
Wow, that's that is a really unique way to look at it. How about how do we turn this into a better online presentation? Yeah, absolutely. So how do we present better in an online world where we can't go back in person? I, I think the idea that we need to understand is online is always going to be something important, especially when you're presenting on video, especially when you're presenting on different social media platforms. So even when we COVID is over and we go back outside and we're still having in-person conferences and events, online will always have an important role. So it's important to master that early. And the way that we do this is by understanding the following. Online presentations are challenging because we can't gauge our audience's mm-hmm. reaction. If we're on a Zoom call with 20 people and half of their cameras are turned off, you can't really engage with them. If you're in a basement alone presenting to some to a crowd that you'd normally speak to in, in person, you can't draw from their energy. So the idea is to really focus on the one person that you know in the crowd or the group of people that you know in the crowd or the psychographic or the person or the, the idea of that person. And really focus on that individual and say, why am I giving this presentation? I know that person is on the other side of this call. In the same way that I know you, who can't see me right now, Bo, mm-hmm. is on the other person, other side of this call. So when you assume that person is a good person, that person is trying to add value to other individuals, that's when you got serious about communication and public speaking. And that's when your online presentations start to get better. And then the other thing that you can do, which is a simple trick, take a picture of somebody that you love or a favorite food that you have and put it next to the camera lens so that you can always look at the lens. This is something you also need to do in online presentations. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. You got to look into the camera. That's right. That's one of the biggest challenges I have when I do a video. Absolutely. Okay. Well, excellent. That's been very, very enlightening. Thank you very much, Brendan. How do people find you and, and get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. The best way is definitely the YouTube channel. So you can go on YouTube and just type master talk in one word and you'll find me. Okay. And of course, I'll put a link to that in the show notes below. Brendan, it's been very, very educational, very enlightening. Thank you very much for spending the time. Such a pleasure, Bo. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was Brendan Kumarasamy. I've got the spelling of his name in the show notes. And you can find his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash master talks, T-A-L-K-S with the S at the end. That's important. He's got about 90 videos on there, each focusing on one aspect of public speaking and presentation. What I really like about his videos and the style that he does them in, they're all five to seven minutes long, the ones I've seen, which makes it nice and short and easily consumed. You don't have to sit there for an hour and a half to get to get the nugget of information that you're looking for. So you can search through his videos. And if there's one thing that you want to address, one thing you want to learn about, just play that video. It's, it's, I like that. And that's what I'm trying to do with the podcast series as well. So I hope you enjoyed this, this episode. If you do, please go to bonos.biz, B-I-Z, and sign up and subscribe and leave me some feedback. And that was bonos.biz. Till next time, bye-bye. Welcome to the Grow Your Business Podcast. Actionable tips and advice on digital marketing, organized networking, and referral marketing to help grow your business. Hosted by award-winning REMAX agent, Bo Kaufman.